Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello and welcome to another hour of some of the, well, the most important conversation that uh, is emanating from any electronic device today. Because this, this, my friends, is your life on the radio. This is the the fuel for your existence that we're talking about. We are trying to help you improve your life by making the money part of it easier on you so that you can make more money too. 855 Talk is our number, 855-935-8255. Give us a call. You also get a copy of my easy-to-read book, uh, Financial Physics, for free, if you call and ask a question. And if you're unable to hear today's entire show, listen to the podcast. Very popular. It's available basically anywhere, right? I mean, anywhere. I, I was yeah. in Dairy Queen the other day. They started playing it for me. So it's right there. It's out in the public, wherever you can take advantage of that. Right. Yeah. But you should probably listen and subscribe and tell your friends to listen on Apple Podcasts oh, okay. because they're like the behemoth in the industry. And you really help us out if you listen. And particularly if you subscribe, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts. Even if you never listen, just go there and subscribe anyway because it boosts our ratings, it boosts our rankings, and we get more people to listen. And that we, really helps don't a lot get, of people. You don't get a dilly bar, but that's okay. All right, fine. Good enough. No dilly bars? No, not if you do it at Apple. Dairy Queen, yeah. Dilly Bar, yeah. All right. 855-935-TALK. They have Dairy Queen podcast? If you listen more carefully to what I just said, you'd understand. Well, I said you, I know you said it was there, All right, but. Let's just I'm, go to the phones and your Brian, confusion. You're still stuck welcome. in the 20s somewhere. Not the 2020s. Anyway, Brian, how are you? Thanks for joining the show. How can we help you? Hey guys, uh, pretty good. Just wanted to talk about, uh, Two properties that I own uh, with my wife, and we bought a house in 2001, and we rented out, and we want to go back to that house, but we live in a house up uh, in Auburn, Lakeland Hills. We want to get back to the other property so we can capture our capital gains without having to pay taxes, you know what I mean? We want to go back to it rent out the other one can what's the requirement for going back to the other property can we split one can we split our time between the two and have more in the one <laughs> you can only no, where we want, you, you know? can only have one primary residence that you use to take your your capital gains gains exemption ah, the one-time on exemption is what you're talking yeah, about is that what you're talking about exactly but ah. but how can i get back to the other property and and not have to pay taxes if i Make that my primary residence and let the other one be rented for a couple of years. You have to have two out of five that, years, right? Two out of five, yes. Yeah, that's right. So if I go back to the other property and we rent the other one out and stay there for two more years at the old property, we can sell it and not have to worry about tab, capital gains tax. Correct. But now yeah. the, appropriate? Yeah, the, now the, the, rent, the property that you moved out of, that now becomes an investment property subject to capital gains taxes. But can I move back into that after I sell the other house? 
Nope. It's only a one-time deal. Not one-time and get, you can move back there, but you can't get the, you can't get the break. That's only a one, one shot. So is there anything you can do with that property besides make it an investment property to make it sort of a, you know, I don't know what you, like people do with their investment of, of money that they might take and use it in like an annuity of some kind. Is there anything you can do with that property? A lot of people have shelters of taxes for their properties or, or whatever real not estate that, they not own. That I'm not, a, that they, not that I'm aware of. The only thing you can do would be a 1035 1031, 1031, 1031 exchange. exchange. Yeah. 1035 yeah. is for an annuity. 1031 is you could, you could, that other house, you could then yeah. get another house similar and, and defer your gain, but eventually you can only take a one, there's one time in life that you can take a capital gains exemption where the capital gain doesn't ever have to be That's paid. That's only you for one time. For a primary residence. Correct. There is no way that I am aware of to legally avoid paying capital gains on a house that you own. Now, could you somehow find some accountant who wants to create some complex tax shelter that's going to cost you more, probably more than you'll ever pay in taxes? Sure, it's I'm possible. I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell my wife when I see her watching the murder channel. You'll never get away yeah. with it. I mean, that's what, you know, so, uh, I, I wouldn't recommend that. I think that, you know, I, th- I kind of like your strategy. Go back to the other one where the bigger gain probably is and get your exemption from that right one. There, yeah. I think that's a good strategy. Yeah, because I think the newer property, we haven't got that much Correct. invested into it yet. We're, we're just paying on it. But the other one, we're almost paid off and it would be a lot more greater gain there, I think. So. Yeah, you want to you want to figure out whichever one is going to be the greater gain. You want to exempt that because married couples get up to a half a million dollar exemption. That's right. So, uh, could just consider that and uh, understand that one of the costs of making money in this country is paying taxes on it. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We'll talk about money issues with you. And sometimes, always, I shouldn't say sometimes, tax issues are the most confusing. And one, one uh, just let me get, we Tom and I don't deal with these on a daily basis. We get them once in a blue moon. The Tax Act of 97 changed the exemption on capital gains. You can now take exemptions on capital gains on a primary residence uh, every two years. But they can't have been converted to rental property. Can't go back and forth. I want to make sure we give credit to Rajiv Nagayich, who's on after us, for giving me that answer, by the way. Thank you, Rajiv, yeah. for that. So, But but I'm reading the IRS website right now, topic number 701. Uh, you have to have lived in the house at least two years out of the five years prior to its date of sale. You um, can... Sell another house, but it's again subject to that same that to that same rule, and you cannot you can only do one every two years, so it's not a one time lifetime anymore. You get the total. Uh, you or know what? That's I'm, what it says on the IRS website. One day, I'm hoping I don't have to do a hundred and sixty three page tax return. 
Oh, it's just yeah. it's honestly every time I, mean, I print ridiculous. that thing out, I go, "What is I mean, wrong come with on. this?" Picture? My life is not that complicated. It's because you own a small business. I know, but that really one hundred and sixty yeah. uh, just mm-hmm. does not make sense. So, whatever happened? Didn't we think to do like a postcard or something? Yeah, I printed one up right yeah. here. Here we got the. Uh, this is the postcard, postcard form. <laughs> one hundred and sixty-three uh, page postcard. <laughs> well, Dear listen, Uncle Sam. <laughs> I don't owe you anything. Exactly. Thanks for asking, though. Appreciate it. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, so we we lost a couple of co- we lost James anyway. So and so the phones lines are okay. open. I don't know what happened. We started talking about taxes and people moved on. Oh, eight five five nine three five talk is our number. But, but it's nice to have friends out there in the legal and accounting yeah. businesses who yep. uh, who Paying help attention. us out once in a while. Yep, and, I agree. And we hope that you will do that too. That you will. Help us out once in a while if you have some information you'd like to share. 855-935-TALK. Also remember, not only can you call that number during the show when we're live, which we are sometimes and other times not during the football season, you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week and leave your question and I'll put it on the, the uh, weekday podcasts. That's a very popular feature, by the way. The people it love really those. is like a, one one a day. Yeah. So never get enough of Don McDonald's. You need them every day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. People used to have me. People used I to know. have me five five days a week, three hours a day, right, or something. Whatever it was, it was a lot. Wasn't it three hours a day? Did you just write that whole thing? I, I think that what? was by accident. I was going to say, you wrote me this really long text message. Don't read it. I don't know what that means. I don't know. All right. I was just checking it out. Okay. Now, listen. Um, One of the things that I wanted to get to on the show today, because this comes up pretty regularly. We haven't got a lot of calls about it lately, because I don't think there's been a new hot thing in this area for a while. I could be wrong, because I don't pay close attention to it. But this whole aspect of you can get rich from home by doing blank. In my day, it was like stuffing envelopes or something. I don't remember. Anyway, but the multi-level business, you don't hear as much about Amway today. I'm sure there's other people out there, right, that are, but. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, there was, I mean, remember the whole thing with Ackman? That's right. Yeah. Manager. That's right. And Herbalife. Herbalife. Herbalife, Yeah. Herbalife. Remember they had the lawsuit over because they said it was a Ponzi scheme, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a new one in the news because. I think the Federal Trade Commission said this really wasn't so much about, you know, the product as it was about getting people in your downline and getting them to pay the $60 to join. And then they looked at the – I find it fascinating because if you think you're going to get rich doing this kind of thing, go read how many people actually get rich. The people that actually get rich is a very small number. In fact, the number is shocking. That article you sent me, Don, that showed the number of people the that advo- makes was that nothing. The care? Yeah, was that make that the- nothing is a very no. high number. The people that make up to like two hundred fifty dollars is you know like fifteen percent, and then there's like one or two percent that make really anything more than the money they put into it. It's yeah. It's Tom's tiny. talking about AdvoCare. That was AdvoCare, yeah. which is a energy supplement, vitamin, sports kind of thing. Uh, they just settled with the SEC for a Was whole it the bunch SEC of money. or the Federal Trade Commission? I'm sorry, the FTC, Correct, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Federal Trade Commission, for a whole bunch of money. Yeah. And um, But the study was interesting because you don't often read the other side of this business. In other words, how much do people actually make doing multi-level programs? They don't. Yeah. They don't make anything. And by the way, 
I, I this is a uh, th- I want to share this with all of you. There is a show on Showtime. That is, <laughs> I'm going to binge uh, produced, watch this tonight because I think we're produced by Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, and she's also in it. Yeah. It's called. It's and it's kind of near and dear to my heart. Sure, it's set in the '90s in Central Florida in the yeah. Orlando area, uh-huh. which is was the hotbed of Amway back then. Yeah, and it's called "On Becoming a God" in Central Florida. Uh, here's tell me what you're thinking. Never one of judged me. All the stinker thinkers are trying to tell me that this whole thing was a scam. I'm thinking of their faces, and they realize, oh, they're about to see what a winner looks like. Dream a big dream. Success is in your blood, fella. Are you going to stay in your J-O-B? Are you going to embrace your destiny? Yeah. If you follow my system, the Garbo system, this is Garbo country, and I'm a Garbo man. You're going to be living the A-list, six-star, jet-set lifestyle that everyone wants. There you go. In a world where one man stands alone. Yeah, I get it. I like the laugh. And this one, this one's about fam. F-A-M. Yeah. Kind of sounds a little like Amway. Mm-hmm. And they have products for everything you could oh. possibly do in your home. Only problem is you gotta buy the products to become a distributor yeah. and they sit in your garage. This show is weird. Okay, I want to just tell you it's weird. All right. Uh, it's unique. But it's brilliant in many ways, and Kirsten Dunst is awesome. I don't often do TV reviews, but but if you want to, if you want to see how the many dark stars, size of how many stars, multi level, I, I this one for me is like a, it's definitely a thumbs up. I'm I'm, I'm giving it how two many thumbs stars? Up. I'm gonna give it two thumbs up. I'm gonna give it four and a half stars. Out of five, out of five, because wow. I think that it lost half a star just because of the strange way one of the characters died. On becoming uh, a god in Central Florida, I thought that was just how, if you could read a ballot to somebody there or something, but that might not be as funny. No, 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 okay. no. It's 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 or about multi level or something. It's about multi level marketing, yeah. and right. and it's really and it's boy, does it nail it. Ooh. So if you really want to be successful in the multi level thing, you won't be. You got to be the first. Oh. You got to be the first person. Yeah, really, essentially, person. because you got to sell. What they pointed out from this this latest one was. The real money was made getting people to write a sixty dollar check to become on the become a distributor. Mm-hmm. That's where the money was made. And not to throw it into the same bucket, but you know, I read recently how Costco makes the bulk of their money. Guess what? It's not selling product. It's off the membership. Yes, yeah. and we ran that number once a few years ago. No, this is serious, actually, and I love Costco. You know that. We'll talk more about this on the other side of the break. What, how much, spe- how much do you need to spend at Costco to make, to make it make sense for you to pay them $60 a year to shop there? We'll talk I don't about know. that in a minute. Yep. We Ooh, ran the number. You have the number? Yep. Wow. That'll be interesting to find out. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255 is the number. Give us a call if you've got a financial question and you get a copy of Financial Physics, the book. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
number again to be a part of the show 24 hours a day, seven days a week or live right now is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. But I guess I should tell you when right now is in case you're listening to the podcast, which gets very confusing. We're on live from noon to two on Saturdays when not preempted by football on Como News Radio and uh, then anytime on the Internet. And if you have, yeah, I want to go back to the phones, but just very quickly, uh, because we had, I don't think we did it on this show, but somebody had asked us because there were, it was a a couple in their sixties, they were Costco members and they said, doesn't make sense. Now remember you get 2% cash back, right? Right. And the membership I think is $60 now. Mm, You know, I just auto renewed mine and I don't, I didn't even look at what it cost. And then somebody analyzed it based on the savings. I mean, I think Costco, it's one of those things that's cool. I want to be a Costco member because I love shopping there. It's cool, blah, blah, blah. I do, too. But we ran the number. It's about $2,400 a year you need to spend. Oh, yeah, to 60 make it bucks for the, gold, yeah. for the gold star member. To, yeah. to, to get your, it's so, uh, and are you really spending that much? I doubt it. Now we yeah, do because we have a I'm business gold, that we I'm a, shop for. I'm an there. executive gold star yeah. at 120. You're need a lot more, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to the phones. I'm not picking okay. on Costco. I love the company. No, I we, we like Costco. There. So I just, I just thought it was funny. We're talking decisions. about how it's the sixty dollars. Yep, that's right. You know, the sixty dollar payments. That's how you make your money. It's that monthly. Uh, the subscription services. If you hadn't noticed, that's where the real money is now. Yeah, that's much where Amazon everything. makes all their Pretty money much. on the yep. Prime membership. That's right. Yep. So, uh, let's go to the phones. Hi, Ted. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you doing? Great. How can we help you? Um, I followed you guys for years, and also when you had the the radio program with Paul Merriman, and also I've been a Bob Brinker fan for years. I had a question. If you could comment on um, uh, bond yield versus performance. In relationship to, you know, if you don't really need the income, you know, if you're not relying on income for bonds, and I could mm-hmm. I could tell you my my uh, summary of my situation. Well, but, go ahead, because uh, that, that's what it comes yeah, down to, to right? Con- I need yeah. to put it in context. Okay, so I'll be 68. I retired from Boeing about five years ago, so I'm getting a moderate Boeing pension. Yep. My wife retired from the school district. Uh, about 22 years, so she'll get a moderate pension. I'm waiting till 70 to take Social Security. My wife will be 66 in March, so she'll take Social Security at her full retirement age. I just found out that I can do a restricted application. And when she files, I can get half her monthly income until I turn 70. You're born before so, January 1st, 1954? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Just uh, checking. Yeah, yeah. We had somebody he snuck. We he had, snuck. You did. Just under I the mean, because deadline. we just had somebody in the office who missed it by twelve days. I felt kind of bad. Yeah. It's like, well, they just drew a line. Yeah, Go I was, ahead. I was born in. I yep. was born in nineteen fifty-one. All right. So, um, you know, I have. I did very good in the Boeing four hundred one k. I transferred. I have all the money in Vanguard. Yeah. Uh, I have just short of just south of three million between uh, my IRA. My wife has a moderate inherited IRA. Uh, we Ted, have you're a in good shape. Loss. What's your question? And so the question is, when we get going, when we're getting two pensions, two Social Securities, and right now in my bonds, I have pretty much in the the uh, Vanguard total bond market index, which yep. is the mm-hmm. 
VBTLX. Yes, we know the fund. Go and ahead. And have some also between the double line total return, which is DLTNX, which is... We'd hit the zapper on that one, but go ahead. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... If, if a person, you know, I look at the, like, Vanguard bond funds, you look at long-term bond funds, and right now, you know, bond funds are, you look at performance is pretty high on a lot of these funds versus yield. So uh, I never hear anybody talking about going into long-term bond funds. No, no, okay, interest. we're going to get I, you I to hold on. I know where you're going now, Ted, and I'm going to, uh, yeah, hold, no, no, actually, I can explain this really quickly. What you're dealing, bonds are not supposed to be a money-making part of your portfolio. You should not be looking at bond total returns or even bond yield. Bonds are designed to to anchor your portfolio, and long-term bonds don't do that well because long-term bonds can be equity volatile. Avoid long-term bonds, only have short intermediates in your portfolio. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome back to the show. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money. We want to help you understand money better and make more of it. And but so not many of you quickly or yeah, easily. I mean, so many of you struggle with that. What the, the the benefit of a particular type of security? I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Stocks, because Minutia, though the, you're, you're investing in companies, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's okay. what you're doing. Yes. And we believe you should be widely diversified. Own in some cases, if you can. 13,000. If you go do it on your own at Vanguard, you can own 8,800 securities globally. That should be where you're trying to make the money. Right? In the I mean, stock market. In the Correct. stock market. Conversely, bonds. New survey out shows that only 8% of you can accurately describe what a bond is, especially when you get into particular types of bonds. A bond is an IOU, right? I mean, it is a security issued by a government or a corporation that says, I will pay you back in this period of time at this interest rate. Mm-hmm. There should be it's less risk to that, right? Because you have some yeah. assumed sort of guarantee that you're going to get your money back. There is none of that guarantee in stocks. In fact, quite the opposite. Many times companies go out of business. We don't know why. Or many times the stock does nothing for a long period of time or goes down dramatically, et cetera, et cetera. So when you ask us, and we get this question regularly, it's kind of what I think Ted was getting to, why are, and it hasn't been true this year, by the way, but why are my stocks making a lot of money and my bonds are not making money? What's wrong with my portfolio? We think you're looking at it incorrectly. By the way, I think Larry Swedro wrote the best book on bonds. You want to go read about Get Into Bonds. That's a terrific book. Yeah, wasn't that on human bondage? It, yeah. Just something like that, yeah. Yeah. on the other channel. But the thing is that what you need to know is bonds should be the bedrock. Shades of fixed income. <laughs> oh, I like that. The bonds should be the bedrock of your portfolio where the stocks are trying to make you money. In Ted's case... They got the two pensions. They got two social securities. He's got three million in his retirement accounts. He should not, in my mind, be taking very much risk with his money because he doesn't need to take risk. If you haven't saved money for retirement, you don't have pensions, all that, then maybe you need to take more risk to make up for lost potentially. But, but you need thing to know. That Ted was yeah. doing too. He was he was getting conflating. Caught up. It, 
in in what's going on right now. For example, yes. bonds have actually done really well it's this year, huge, because interest rates have done something that everybody, all the experts, said it they said, couldn't do. Yep. They all said bond bond yields can't go any lower. Oops, they did. Uh, so bonds have actually had a decent return. A so decent return. Is, the Vanguard yeah, total return. bond is up eight point six percent year yeah. to date. That's which, better than decent. Which, but don't look at that. That's I guess. No, that's I'm just I'm saying. Say. No, I I agree. But don't say decent. It's been well above okay, average. Was, Let's put it I that was, way. I didn't mean to beat you down. I mean, keep going. It's okay. It's okay. No, that's it. This is the this is the first, ladies and gentlemen. Usually, the beatings go the other direction. Such criticism. <laughs> Heartless criticism. Okay, they've had a good uh, no, year. The, the, while the point stocks is, is have had I, a good year. I want people and Ted and everyone else listening. I want all of you to please do me a favor: quit getting caught up in the today of your investments or the recent past of your investments. They don't mean a thing. And with bonds, your expectation going forward. Maybe this will answer the question better. Yeah, your expectation for bonds should always be. I'm going to make the yield. That's all I'm going to get. And that was what he was asking. Why? Why? Are, why is the yield two, and the and bond the fund is up eight percent? Why would that be? You shouldn't look at the total return for bonds because the only app, the the only appreciation you get in bonds is due to falling interest rates. Bond prices rise. It's a real simple formula. Bond prices rise. When interest rates fall, bond prices fall when interest rates rise. They they move opposite of the direction of interest rates. It's very, very simple. We're not going to get into all the other things. We're just talking about government well, bonds, yeah. not corporate bonds, because corporate bonds, you add another component of how risky the company is. Correct. With government bonds, it's a simple, simple formula. If interest rates are, are have gone down, bond prices have gone up. And by the way, you can own mutual funds that don't always follow that philosophy. Now, he mentioned double line. The guy who runs that does all bunch of fancy stuff in it, tries to anticipate what is going to happen with interest rates, tries to look at uh, interest rate differences between here and Europe, for example, and play on that to make additional money. We do not believe in that philosophy, nor do we believe, yeah. because what he's trying to do is, like what a stock picker does, outsmart the market... And make more. And how Don't much does Double Line charge for that total return bond? Go ahead. Well, how much manage? is it? Seven, uh, three quarters of one percent a yeah. year. Where you can go get the bond Vanguard fund. total bond fund for point zero five yeah, you percent. Five basis points. You decide. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. We've got time. We've got books for you. If you call and ask a question on the show, Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We're all about all the money matters that matter most to you. I am Don McDonald. That guy over there is Tom Cock. Thank you for being where you are, listening to the show every Saturday and hopefully listening to the podcast at TalkingRealMoney.com or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or all those things. We're on all those Spotify still around? Spotify's huge. You don't hear much about them. They're the second largest uh, spot for our podcast. They're number two to Apple Podcasts. Okay. All right. Yeah, apparently you don't know much. much. 855-935-TALK. Well, you know, payback. Slow burn. I did just listen to that podcast, and I loved it. I'll give that a raging endorsement. 
I che- I checked Love out Slow Burn. It was yeah, good. Really good. It was good. My well, favorite. I got to tell you, my favorite podcast. Yeah. Without a doubt, is This American Life. Love Ira Glass. I've never listened to it. Okay. Listen. I'll awesome. Try. Really, really good. Uh, 855, but po- Talking Real Money is the best financial <laughs> podcast by far. You had to say by, that. You had by, to say that. By, we are not getting the credit we deserve yet because people listen too much to these scammy podcasts. Almost all the top podcasts at Apple are like either really bad advice or st- outright scams. Well, remember the, the number one one for a while was how to get rich selling stuff at Amazon. On, oh, yeah, gosh, that was really yes. awful. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number, and you can call that twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and get your questions answered. It's amazing. All right, Steve, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Well, thank you for taking the call. I'll try and make this as uncomplicated as possible. Uh, I'm seventy three. My girlfriend is sixty seven. Uh, we live together. I'm going to be retired at the end of next year, and when I retire, I will get a pension along with my Social Security, which I'm collecting right now. I'm putting about $500 a month into a deferred compensation plan through work. It goes to T. Rowe Price. I just got my uh, recent statement, and it's worth about $65,000 right now. It's in their target date fund uh, 2020. Uh, Mm -hmm. Right now it's about uh, 60% stock and 40% bonds, roughly. Nah, it wouldn't be that high. No, probably a little less, actually. Yeah, that would be pretty aggressive for somebody who's retired, but go ahead. Yeah, well, anyway, when I have to make the uh, required minimum uh, withdrawals when I retire, can I take that money, and is there something I can do with it to provide some income for my girlfriend because I'll probably pass away before she does, all things being equal. Mm, I, well, okay, does she have earned income? Uh, she has a small Social Security check, about 1000 a month. So she's, she not, she's not working? No. Okay, because I was thinking maybe you could do a Roth IRA for her or something. But, you know, other than I mean, that, I don't just, know. You can just could, invest for well, her. She could, could, well, she could do a non-deductible IRA. Why would you do that? But the, he wants to just take the money, put it into something that grows for it. I mean, the problem is why then not she just, just put it into yeah. a Vanguard, just the Vanguard mutual yeah, fund. Yeah, because she'll have to take have it much, out. Yeah, at, uh, there's not much tax liability. I, 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 I don't see why. But I, I would not use T Rowe price funds. One, that fund you're in has an expense ratio of six tenths of a percent. Yeah, Whoop. that's who my employer is hooked up yeah. with. Yeah, when, when you're done with. working there, then. I'd move that to an IRA and get do something less expensive. But back to your girlfriend for a moment. Now, I think what Don is saying, just open a regular taxable account. Want to leave some money to her? Put it in that taxable mm-hmm. account. Uh, buy inexpensive, uh, widely diversified mutual funds and get on with it. That there really is no other tax way that she could live off the money sort of without no. paying tax on it, I guess. Yeah, so, uh, and, yeah. you know, no, unless you buy an annuity or something. So much. I just wanted to... Uh, uh, put it in something that would provide her some with some income as opposed to buying life insurance, which is... This may be, though, Tom, this may be one of the cases where somebody might need an immediate annuity. This might be a... a, a an immediate annuity would provide her yeah, a lifetime true. of income. Um, it means you give up all the growth potential to the money, but they'll, the insurance company will, when you give them X amount of money, they will give her X income... Yeah. Every month for the rest of her life. Can, and can she get a, one at uh, semi guaranteed? 
Can you get one at Vanguard? Uh, no, I don't know that Vanguard sells immediates. They might. Um, trying to think where else to go. Certainly. Um, because, yeah, it's a good point, by the way. You'd give them cash, and they would give her some sort of small stipend right. for a long period of time. They're basically paying you well, back for the your rest money. Of her with, life. Yeah, with a small amount of interest. Then she has, I think it's good for a budgetary standpoint. She's got kind of an amount she's getting. Uh, right. That and might she make have sense. To, to withdraw it uh, and fig- trying to figure out how long it's going to last her and and the like. And by the way, that fund is about actually it's shocking for a 2020 portfolio, Tom. That's 56 percent wow, bonds and the rest in stocks. That's riskier than I would have thought. Thank you, yeah. uh, Steve, for your question. Let's continue to go back to the phones. And Robert joins us here on Talking Real Money. Uh, first-time caller, appreciate the show very much. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. Uh, um, uh, I have a question. Uh, we are about 13 years out from retirement, uh, and so I am a teacher, and uh, I've been paying into our uh, district-slash-state funds. So I built that up. I've also – they offer a secondary retirement account, uh, which is a deferred compensation we are now at a point where I can put a little more money into that, uh, roughly about uh, $1,000, or uh, we now are offered a chance to talk to a financial advisor. And the person was suggesting a um, an item called, it's through Alliance Life Pro no. Plus Advantage. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. No. And it, and oh, I your school district! Your school very... district is so confused. Oh, right. No, just Allianz. Nine percent. How much? Oh, go ahead. Allianz um, is an insurance company. The... This is an annuity. Right. Correct. And uh, through my district, mm. I've done pretty well. Uh, my return has been about nine percent. That's very good. And so. Yeah, and so then uh, they said, oh, here's a financial advisor you can talk to. It's offered, uh, and I figured, okay, talk to them, and it, it just kind of smelled funny. Well, okay, yeah. here's the thing. <laughs> this is the reason that about 70% of money that's held for teachers, as Don pointed out earlier, and nurses, etc., is in annuities because they allow you to go talk to somebody like this who tells you, here's an easy way. No, you should keep doing the deferred comp. They have a very okay. the state has a very good deferred comp plan, by the way. And which uh, retirement plan are you in through the state of Washington? Two or three? Uh, I'm in three. Okay, I like two better. But anyway, I mean, the point of the matter is, no, you don't need the annuity. No, and and let me just I okay. gotta add this. I just have to add this. That moniker, financial advisor, mm. is has no legal definition. Any idiot can call themselves a financial advisor. Any idiot, including insurance salespeople, some of the the Mm -hmm. bigger idiots in the industry, in my opinion, uh, Mm -hmm. is and and this whoever this person is is an insurance salesperson. They are selling insurance products, and by the way, insurance products do not belong, have absolutely no place inside any tax deferred vehicle yeah period. you already have yeah. tax you're paying for the tax deferral but here's the other thing to think about uh, you already have a couple of annuities one's called social security right. the other is called your state your annuity pension. your pension you're going to be getting why do you anyway thank you for your call anyway yeah Keep so tell saving that, in the uh, tell that comp, financial yeah. advisor yeah, to go fly a kite Ugh. 
Bad advice. Uh, remember, you can call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 855-935-TALK. Just leave your question on our electronic system, and we'll answer it during the podcast, which you can listen to anytime on your favorite podcast service. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And I think this may be my last chance because we're going to be preempted to tell you about two great small group classes being taught by our very own Barb Devereaux. One is called Female Financial Fundamentals, and that's as a lunch ed on a Wednesday. The other is Health and Long-Term Care Questions, and that's going to be a brunch ed on a Saturday. The tickets for these are selling out fast. As a matter of fact, the lunch ed is almost sold out. There are only a couple of seats left. So if you would like to attend one of these events where you get fed and educated, you need to go check them out now at TalkingRealMoney.com. Get those tickets before they sell out, TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.